Hey friends, and welcome to the Moving Mountains podcast. Moving Mountains is a place to hear true stories of modern day miracles told by ordinary people just like you and me. My name is Paige, and I'm joined here in Alaska by my dear friends, Margaret and Bernadette, as we witness accounts of how God has worked in people's lives in big and small ways. As you listen to these stories of hope, answered prayers, and unexplained phenomena, we invite you to allow this space to inspire your faith and even to help you recognize the ways in which God is moving mountains in your own life. You're listening to part two of last week's episode. If you haven't heard part one, please return to our recordings to access the first half of this episode. We don't want you to miss any part of this story. Four months later, he asked me to move to Italy to open our wow. European office. So amazing. That's like crazy. what are the odds? I love you know? how that comes back around to like sitting with your mother in Rome, and she's yeah. like, "I just, I just really believe you're about to move back to be Italy, here." You know, crazy. Yeah, and I just was wonderful. like, "How?" That's yeah. amazing. What a cool and I know. Story. I'm sure you witnessed. <laughs> Go ahead, Paige. <laughs> I'm sure you witness so many miracles in your work that you do, yeah. and. I All was, the time. I saw, um, I think it's a pinned post on your Instagram yeah. of the little boy from <laughs> Afghanistan. He was like this little toddler that she just was my first unite with his parents. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that uh, talk about miracle. So his parents, his mom is an SIV, meaning it stands for special immigrant visa. So an SIV is someone who helped our military. Um, so she was a translator for our military in Afghanistan and it was an agreement between our, with the U S government that SIVs, if they served a minimum of two years are granted American citizenship. Um, so they could come over. But anyway, when the military, when our military left Afghanistan last summer, um, SIVs were immediately at risk. You know, they're being, they're still being hunted by the Taliban because of their affiliation with us. And so she, her husband there at the time, he was not like nine months old, the baby, um, and the grandma, dad's mom, um, fled, you know, tried to flee. And it was one of those, they didn't see it coming. It just happened literally overnight for them. Mm -hmm. And, it was the day that the bombing at Abbey Gate happened. If you all remember, it was when mm-hmm. the 13 Marines that we had were killed. Right. Um, and that it was just so chaotic to begin with. And then that happened. And when it happened, mom and dad were shoved one way and grandma, who was carrying the baby, were shoved another. Wow. And <sighs> they, mom and dad were shoved towards the airport side and they would not, they didn't allow them to be let out. You know, oh the guard. My gosh. And mom said she just was like screaming and screaming, like, just let me out. I don't care if I can't leave. I can't leave my baby. Wow. And anyway, gosh. they were forced to get on an airplane. Well, mom gets to America, finds out she's pregnant with baby number two. And at the refugee place, she was told it was a very complicated pregnancy and she should consider having an abortion. And so she went, this is crazy. <laughs> she went oh to gosh. a pro-life, not knowing as a pro-life pregnancy center, went to a pro-life pregnancy center in Texas, and she um, f- 
Pflugerville, I think it's is the name of the yeah. town anyway. <laughs> and she um they found out her story and so they were like, We know somebody who might be able to help you and they ended up calling my boss, Jason Jones, who's been heavily involved in the pro life movement forever. And Jason was like, Meet me at a coffee shop in an hour, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and within maybe like six hours, we were able to get baby in Afghanistan, diapers, baby formula, food, like all the things that they needed. Cause thankfully we have a team on the grounds there. Um, and then get mom here, the medical care she needed. She ended up having a very healthy, beautiful baby girl. Mm. And then we worked, I mean, like, I can't tell you how many, <laughs> it was just a lot of phone calls with our state department trying to get baby here. And we did, we ended up, we just got baby here. Mm-hmm. Was that a month ago? It was right before I left for Italy. Oh so it was um, late September, um, baby and his aunt, grandma couldn't travel with him because she didn't have the documents she needed to be able to travel. But the grandma, the his aunt to so his dad's sister traveled with the baby. First, they went from Afghanistan to Qatar, and then from Qatar to the United States, and they were reunited with the baby. Oh, oh my god! So amazing. how long he met his baby sister for the first time? He just oh turned god. two. Oh my gosh! Oh my yesterday. Oh. So how long did they end up being separated for? Almost a year. Oh my gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So it was, I, I mean, it was heartbreaking that. in that. So, mom, the mom, you know, you get to really know this is probably my favorite part of my job is getting to know the people we serve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we really try to make, Jason and I really try to make a point of being in contact with them as much as we can because it's really difficult to evacuate and resettle. It's a very long and costly process. Yeah. And so just to like give them any, you know, semblance of hope or just remind them that we haven't forgotten, like I haven't forgotten, we're working on your case. Um, We do keep in touch with the people on our list. There's still 724. So pray that we get them all settled, resettled soon. But um, I got to really know the baby's mom and dad, especially the mom. She's around our age. She's not even 30. But anyway, she... um, she just was, she asked if we could be there for when he arrived. Mm. And I just was like, you know, how can I say no? Yeah. And, and when he came, it was like, I can't, there are no words to describe the joy of getting to see this mom and dad with oh. their baby for the first time. And as we were leaving the airport, gift. she was holding, she was holding the baby, like baby, baby, the little, her, their little girl, the one that she had here. And then, um, the baby from Afghanistan is walking and she was holding his hand and she was just like, this is the happiest, best day of my life. Oh, I I remember in the video when he came in and the parents are just on the ground and they're just kissing his feet and Mm -hmm. like just kissing every like inch of him. Uh, Yeah. That was so beautiful to watch. And yeah, I I would have been on the ground bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I, I don't know oh how gosh. I wasn't. Yeah. I just was like in shock. Like I, right couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't believe we it, it actually, because it was just, it's difficult to begin with, but then to do it with a baby, oh, you know, sure. is a whole other level of challenging. So, yeah. So, yeah, Man. that was, 
we just we see so many we we hit so many roadblocks in our work you know it's it's the day in day out of it is hard but mm-hmm. that like i have him as my phone background now <laughs> because i want it to remind me you know like yeah. i want him to remind me oh you can't really tell he's my the background on my phone because i want him to remind <laughs> me of, like this is why i do what i do yeah wow, wow. that's so beautiful that and it's amazing, amazing just to see how your whole journey has led you to this job to be able to do this work yeah. like you were saying yeah like it's all it's i think just i mean jason calls it the holy spirit action plan yes <laughs> well like perfect. you know i i always i'm like nervous like sometimes i'll be like i don't want to have to ask him or you know like i don't know how we're gonna pull this off and he's like he's always so sure he's like it's the holy spirit action plan it's gonna be taken care of what do you need and i'm like that's amazing yeah it really is blind like an amazing sometimes. boss See, talk <laughs> about a man of blind faith y'all gotta have him on this podcast yeah, i was just thinking i was like we should have him on here too <laughs> yeah. love it oh my goodness he's wow. incredible that's Thanks so, cool. so much so, for sharing that story. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. So much, yeah. Faith over fear, right? For real. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. anyone I really related. Who, sorry, Margaret. We've been doing this. We've been doing this all night. <laughs> I really related to the kind of the stepping out in faith part and letting kind of getting or letting go of the type A planning. Yeah. Um, and I won't go into my full story, but I basically I lost a job and then I took this road trip and I when I first started planning it. I was like, okay, this is where I'll stay here and here and here and here and here. And then it ended up changing. I don't, I, I, some of the places I had planned out, I ended up staying, but I ended up really going off the beaten path a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. And I came out of that trip and I felt like I'd surrendered some and like really let go of, okay, not every moment has to be planned. And I think mm-hmm. that's actually definitely carried over into my job now because youth ministry is full of twists and turns and yes. things that happen. And so, um, yeah, I just, I just related to that on a, on a deep level. And I also think that's partly what happens in maturity and age and also just complete surrender to God. Like, Oh, you've got it. You know it. And you have to have those times in your life where, okay, he's, he's proven himself, not that he needs to, but we've seen him in action and we know oh, he's going to come through for me again. So, yes. Yep. That's so true. You walk with him, you know. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I said, that sounds like you should walk the Camino. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I said I would never do it, and now I want to. But also, everyone you else should. I did it. Mother's uncle's gonna <laughs> totally do it. Do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Well, Marilis, for anyone who might like be finding themselves in, you know, the situations that you found yourself in, um, is there any advice that you could give to them? Yeah, or even yeah. someone who's just like in that space where they're like, I don't know what decision I'm supposed to make or, Mm. um, you know, I felt called to something and now it feels like God is like actually turning me away from that. You know, I feel like you've been on the brink of the unknown so many times. Right. For sure. Um, I, there's a couple of things that come to mind. A, it, I know it helps me to remember the times that I really felt his presence or like him taking care of me. Um, I journal a ton. So like to have it actually to tangibly write it out of like knowing when he was present. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that really helps during times of uncertainty or like desolation or when I don't know what I'm doing and feeling like I need to go at it alone, knowing that I'm not alone because he was here during these times. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. Two, 
the Blessed Mother is really just such a model for me of complete trust and surrender. And I meditate often on the Annunciation. It's my favorite mystery, um, just her yes. And that how that one yes, she didn't know she'd be saying yes to all the other mm. yes to come. And then right. that yes at the right. passion at his crucifixion. Um, but like all God the Father asked of her was that yes at the Annunciation. And St. Augustine says that she had already said yes before even that yes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so just really modeling or trying to model my life after hers um, and asking for her intercession, asking her to show me or to help me, um, to lead me uh, to her son and to just guide my steps and just be able to trust like she did. And then three, to know, like, it's okay to not know. Mm. Yeah. We don't need to know, you know, it's okay (laughs) to not know what's coming. It's okay Mm -hmm. to not have an answer. It's okay to be in that place of having to decide. I think so often we find ourselves in this place of, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing and I need to know right now, like, it's okay to not be able to decide right now and mm-hmm. to just do the next immediate thing that you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. That's Very awesome. Good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well advice. said. Thank you. Yeah. And then one last thing is the nonprofit you work for is there like, can people, if people are fe- feeling inspired by your story that you shared, is there any way people can like donate or get involved oh, in yeah. any way like that? Thank you. Yes, we are, you know, we're completely privately funded. So any donations are always, I'm always so grateful. We pray every day for our benefactors, but our website is thegreatcampaign.org. Or if you just Google the Vulnerable People Project, we'll come up, but our website is Mm -hmm. thegreatcampaign.org. I often post about us on my social media too. Um, so, and then we do have an Instagram, the Vulnerable People Project. Cool. But. We'll put all of that in the show notes also. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean that, thank you so much. Yeah. And like, We're what's the best for- way that people can pray for you guys? Just, uh, pray for our refugees, um, especially the ones still in Afghanistan mm-hmm. um, or in a second country. So a second country is typically where they go after Afghanistan before they're resettled. Okay. Um, so yeah, just really pray for them. It's, it's like I said earlier, it's a really long process. Mm -hmm. And I mean, talk about living in a state of fear, you know, a lot of them are in hiding and, um, we need to be moving their safe houses frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's real fear, like to really like be fearing for your life. And so just, yeah, really pray for them. And then, for just our the success of different projects we have going on. So besides evacuating and resettlement, we just opened our first women's hospital in Afghanistan. Wow. Um, because men and women can't go to the same, since the Taliban took over, men and women can't go to the same medical centers anymore. Wow. So we were like, well, let's open one. So we, ju- we just opened one, and but we're working, we're hoping to open at least 12 this year. And wow. we're securing schools for girls so that girls can keep going to school um so we have a ton of projects besides that like i said besides the evacuation resettlement so just for the success of those and you know we have other stuff going on 
in other parts of the world too. But yeah, yeah that, that's I mean, amazing. Wow. Definitely appreciated. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and just being thank here with us. Me. Yeah. And we are going to close out with um, our mini miracles of the week. So Margaret, would you like to start with yours? Sure. So my mini miracle, I've been thinking about this is just technology. Um, technology is such a gift. It can be used for math, you know, inappropriate things, but it can also be used for the glory of God. And that's how I try to use it at all times. And I'm not even just talking about like, you know, the fact that we're able to do this podcast and we're, you know, in four different States. Um, but you know, I have, I'm working on an implant and technology is allowing me to like, you know, get a new tooth. Um, things like that. We're doing some fundraising. We're going to go to World Youth Day next summer with the youth um, from my church. And I just randomly went, I was like, maybe we can make stickers and sell them. And we finally kind of started selling them today. And people were just so excited. Mm -hmm. And it there was only maybe 20 people at this event I was at this morning, but we made, I think, $300 in, in just like one oh, wow. Whoa. little just quick sale. Yeah, um, and I was just like, wow, God, like, I, so, you know, using my gifts, I love graphic stuff. And so using my gifts for that and being able to, to use technology to produce these and, um, and sell them for the benefit of these kids who are going on pilgrimage. So, um, oh. yeah, just, just so many gifts. Um, and I'm, I'm just thankful today for, for the advances in technology. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Berna? So my mini miracle today, we had a kind of a crazy day today. I'm actually in Michigan visiting uh, my husband's family. And anyway, his parents live in the, in mid Michigan. Um, and one of his siblings is close by recently, whatever, but his parents are usually alone uh, like a lot of the time right now um they're both retired and so just day-to-day like they're kind of you know mostly you know doing their own thing he loves working his wood shop but anyway this evening before we recorded our podcast my father-in-law was driving with a friend who's here because he's actually visiting with us um Mm -hmm. and he passed out at the wheel um and the friend who was with him was able to stop the car and call an ambulance. And anyway, it's just such a miracle. Somebody was with him. Yeah. Um, because if it had been any other week, he probably would have been alone driving if this happened. So I'm just so grateful that somebody was with him and, um, and that like, you know, he's in the hospital being taken care of and he's probably going to be okay. We don't know what's going on yet, but just, you know, it's just such a miracle that he wasn't, in a really bad accident. Totally. Passing yeah. out in the middle of driving. So yep. yeah, I'm just so grateful for that. For sure. And that yeah. you guys are visiting right now. One, to like be there with Kyle's mom to comfort yeah. her. But then two, that Kyle can be at the hospital as a doctor with his dad to advocate right. for him. And yes, like we were talking about earlier before we start recording, like ask the questions that we wouldn't even know to ask. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he gets to be there in person is a huge blessing because we've had, you know, events happen with different family members before. And it's just really hard when you're like trying to translate (laughs) through someone over the phone. And so, yeah, Yeah. definitely blessing that we're here right now. So yeah. What about you, Paige? Thank you, Margaret. Um, mine hasn't really happened yet, (laughs) 
Um, but we're staying at my sister's house right now in Austin and she just has this beautiful, big, spacious home. Um, and my nieces and nephews live here. So they're just like so great with the boys. Um, but we were supposed to go back to my parents' house on Saturday because my other sister and her family are coming to stay at this house um, for the whole week of Thanksgiving. And I was like kind of sad that we had to leave, especially because I was like, man, that would be so fun to like hang out with the whole, you know, not the whole family, but like part of the family and like my sister who will be in town. Like I haven't even met her seven month old baby yet. Um, and just like really get to spend time with them. And like my nieces and nephews will be off of school all next week. And my sister Brianne today, the one who owns the house, she was like, we have the space. You guys should just stay here for the next week also. And then we can just have like a big party having everyone here. And and I was like, (laughs) so (laughs) The invite was out there. Like I said, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm very excited because my sister Brooke is someone I'm very close to and she's the one who's coming. And so I'm just like, I told her, I was like, we're going to hang out every single day and like watch all the Christmas (laughs) movies. And we like get so into that stuff. So yeah, that was kind of my mini miracle. And it's just so nice, like having the space that we have at this house because all four of us sleep in the same bedroom. So um, it's a little bit harder at my parents' house when it's a lot smaller of a room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what about awesome. you, Marilis? Mine's kind of, I don't know if it's a miracle, but I think it's funny. So I'm going to share it. Yes. <laughs> when, I, uh, when I moved to Italy a month and a half ago, I went to a CC almost immediately after, maybe like three days after I got there because I wanted to thank St. Francis. Um, but I realized I, I lost my passport and I was like, you know, panic. I just feel like it's like, you know, I'm in a foreign country. It's like my only kind of valid form of identification. I don't have a driver's license there. Um, so I was in a panic and then eventually I gave up looking for, I, I mean, I searched through everything, um, and went to the, you know, got ended up getting a new passport at the consulate's office. They gave me an emergency one. And when I was packing to come home to the United oh, no. States, literally that day, the day I was coming, like, leaving for the airport, I found my passport. Um, it was <laughs> in my travel pillow. I had, like, unzipped my travel pillow and put it in there because oh. I didn't want to lose it. And I've done that before. I do that where I'm like, I'm going to put, and I, you know, so it's not like it was a new thing. I've always done that. Oh, that's funny. And I wouldn't, you know, then I wouldn't be, I don't know. It just feels like a secure place for me to keep it when I'm like sleeping and stuff on the, I don't know. So I found it anyway. I just thought it was funny. That is so and I awesome. can like, get a right in the nick you know? time. That's yeah. amazing. Well, did you, like, okay. you, you know, pray to St. Anthony? I did. I did. I was like, he's never failed me before. He never failed never me. Never fails. <laughs> and I've yeah, asked him for it. crazy things. Like, and he's come through. And I was like, I can't believe you're abandoning me now. You know, like, <laughs> in my time of need, like a real need. And um, so it was just funny. But then, you know, I just tell myself, like, okay, at least I still have my stamps, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I lost all those yes. stamps. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Those are very important. <laughs> Well, when we record another St. Anthony story episode, we're going to have to have mm-hmm. you on. <laughs> yeah. No, he's done inc- like incredible things. One of my best friends, 
she had to get rebooked on a flight and her suitcase was already on the original flight that she was supposed to be on. And I was like, don't worry, St. Anthony's going to get it to where you need to be. And it got mm-hmm. there before she did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love you it. You know, so like, he does crazy things for me, but I don't know. <laughs> didn't find awesome. me that password inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much again for being on the podcast. Thank you. This is so fun. It really was. I just loved hearing, obviously, like your miracle experiences, but just your whole story was just really beautiful to hear. Thank you. I'm excited to keep following the ex-nun on the run and just see what you continue to do and where the Lord leads you next. So yeah, close us out in prayer together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you so much for the gift of this time together. Thank you so much for Marillis and for the example of her life and the way that we can see um, that you work in our hearts and in our lives to lead us on a on a path that we can't see every step of the way, but that is the best for us, even when we don't know it. Um, and yes, just thank you for the gift of hearing a story shared so uh, beautifully and vulnerable, vulnerably. And we pray that you would just touch our listeners um, and also just bless, continue to bless Marilis and the work that she does, especially the refugees that she is helping um, and all of the amazing projects that her company is trying to complete. We just really pray for those initiatives and ask our mother Mary to just hold Marillis and her organization under her cloak. And um, yes, just thank you for this time together. Amen. Amen. Um, Fulton Sheen, pray, pray for, for us. In the name of awesome. the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank, thank you so you. much, Marillis. Bye, Romeo. Bye, so Romeo. good to meet you. God bless you. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Moving Mountains podcast. If you have a miracle story to tell, please call our hotline at 412-449-9609. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Moving Mountains Podcast AK. We encourage you to subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and share our podcast with others. We'll see you next time.